Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Big Saturday afternoon, Gippsland style. Welcome to you, wherever you might be in the wonderful region of Gippsland. And it's a warm welcome to Saturdays in Gippsland. It's great to have your company. Ian Doherty here through until 2 o'clock before the start of the big game, sitting right alongside me, Mr Brad Sinclair. Sinkers, good afternoon to you. Uh, good afternoon, Wiz. I'm a little bit tired today. We've got footy from Thursday to Monday. I've got the cricket, so I sit back, vo- mute the volume on the footy, and I've got the SEN cricket going. And it's about 3 o'clock in the morning. I'm getting to bed at the moment. Well, no, the cricket's going all right too. And if you watched a bit of footy last night, well, plenty of footy in store for you this afternoon. Of course, we're here until 2 o'clock today. And then it's the live call of the SEN track match of the day for the West Gippsland football netball competition. That'll be Phillip Island today playing host to Coralin. Should be an absolute ripper oh, oh, this oh. afternoon. Been looking forward to this one. These two are normally good games of footy. And there's a lot riding on this one today because it can really set up. We're at the halfway point of the season whiz and this can set up your second half. And we seem to get the long weekend games at Phillip Island and the traffic on the way in today. Ah, people getting away from Melbourne. Don't blame them, just quiet. Well, why would you stay there if you didn't have to in Melbourne? That's certainly true. I did notice a bit of it myself coming in from across from the Latrobe Valley. Uh, today and plenty here already at Phillip Island for this afternoon's big game here at half time. It's going to be a windy one. The reserves grade and uh, Bulldogs 5 4 leading Coral in 3 2. A pretty close one in the reserve grade this afternoon. Plenty going on in uh, today's show, too, Brad. I can tell you we've got a uh, little uh, grab coming up about the. Uh, uh, oh, you had oh, the, the hat big, on before. The, the big, big Maui Mafra. Uh, game, the Danaher MND. It's their first crack at it, Maui, and Ben Danaher, the son of, plays for Maui. Maui. Second year in. So Neil's going to be there for that one, so I expect a big afternoon there. I did see a little piece there just in terms of uh, the fundraising that's been going on so far uh, around the uh, uh, MND fundraising. raised some money. Bensdale Footy Club. Well, I was just trying to find it now. I think you said it, did you? No, I didn't, but I've seen it, and they are... Absolutely incredible. I reckon they're up around eighty thousand dollars. So this is a progress total. Kyabram Junior Bombers Footy Club have raised eleven and a half thousand dollars. My Fitness Journey twelve thousand dollars for Fight MNB, MND, and uh, the Beaky yep. uh, twenty three Big Freeze. Now would that be that's Birkenfield yep. Club? Yeah, uh, thirty four and a half thousand dollars. The Big Freeze in Geelong. That's the second time they've done it out there. They've hit fifty thousand mm. dollars. But out of Bairnsdale today, this is the big one. Of course, they've been doing this for a while. They tipped some board members down the slide into the ice oh, last year down there for the Gippsland League. That's uh, probably why they've uh, done so mm-hmm. well. No, mate, Stewie Dalton went down there as well. They are currently sitting at $80,463 <laughs> raised for Fight MND. So well done to them. It's not bad uh, coin, is it? In the uh, game out of Ted Summerton today, Neil Danaher will be taken down there. He sits in the forward pocket, and they, they call now it call pocket. it the Neil yeah. pocket, yeah. like uh, Eddie Betts' pocket. So we'll talk, or we won't talk. We'll great 
have a grab of Sam Edmonds' interview yesterday. It was a brilliant interview with Ben Danaher. Shortly. I'm sure it's certainly far from lost on you how special it is that your dad is still getting down the Princess Freeway to watch you play. I mean, that is just awesome. No, it's, it's, it's so good, and, and credit to him. I know it would be pretty tough for him. Obviously, his, his health is starting to slow down, but um, that's him, though. He, uh, he he wouldn't miss out on, on some local footy. He absolutely loves it. And I, I, love, um, I love seeing him come down. I'm, I'm nearly 30, Sam, but I'm still like a, a 12-year-old kid running out the ground and looking to see where my dad is when I'm playing. So, no, I, I love it when he comes down, and, and, um, and, and I know... I don't know, uh, but it'll be a good one tomorrow. That's beautifully well put. Where, what sort of position will he take up at the ground? Well, he has his, he has his little pocket. You know, there's like an Eddie Betts pocket, and there's also <laughs> a Neil Dunham pocket and Ted Summit of Reserve. So he he sets up there with his with his seat and, he, and his Molly Lyons scarf, and he just perks himself there. So he's always got his same spot. So Ben Danaher talking there to Sam Edward on SEN 1116 yesterday. Uh, and uh, I did, actually didn't realise, put two and two together, Benny's been playing for Maui for a little while. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Neil gets down there to watch his lad play uh, as any proud dad would. So uh, they'll be doing some fundraising there. The whole crew at the Maui Football Club, Manny Gallagotis down all the way through. Everybody there, so well done to them. Yeah, it's amazing. The average lifespan of anyone that gets MND is 27 months. And Neil Danaher is nine years in. He's just pretty a good, isn't it? trooper, isn't he? He's, he's a pretty ripper. good. No, it's, just, it's, worse. it's much more than a trooper. He is. Uh, he's just a man of steel. That's really. what a trooper is, Wiz. Well, I guess so. F trooper. Yes, you F-trooper. would know about that. <laughs> so, uh, plenty to come here on Saturdays in Gibson. We're live at Phillip Island Rec Reserve for this afternoon's match of the day in the West Gippsland competition. Uh, we will be talking uh, a little later on in the show. Uh, Latrobe Valley Soccer League. You remember last week in Come On Man, cool. Brad? Oh, yeah. cause some trouble. Oh, yeah, we've, uh, we've uh, ruffled some feathers there in terms of uh, the Latrobe Valley Soccer League and the <laughs> Latrobe Valley Express. Some feathers have been ruffled there mm. from some comments that have been made. And uh, so we're going to get to uh, go right to cut to the chase there and speak <laughs> to the sports editor of that paper. We've got our usual segments, Hot or Not, Come On Man, and we'll be previewing all the uh, Ellenbanger District Football Nipple League action today as well as the West Gippsland action later on in the show. Geez, I'm glad you live in Latrobe Valley after this interview goes to air shortly. <laughs> wow! Well, does that put me in any more danger than I would be walking through Mid Valley anyway? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Very true. Yeah. Haven't been down there for a while. How's, how's it cracking? Well, can they, can they, you buy anything you want now out in the car park? Yeah, you can. <laughs> if the prices are too high in the shops, you just meet people in the car park and uh, you can get a deal there, no doubt. They call it Mad Valley these days. I'm only serious, you know that. <laughs> uh, lovely little spot, no doubt about it. Well, it's home for me anyway. It is, in Mid Valley. I remember I did some of my finest work back in uh, the mid-80s out at uh, Mid Valley. Don't worry about that. I'm almost too scared to ask. Now, we've been treated today too with uh, some culinary magic. Oh. Uh, a little earlier on, too. Uh, the lady that I watch TV with just had a little spurt of energy oh. yesterday and uh, ran up some... Uh, Banana and walnut muffins. Oh, gee. You and know um, Brad Sinclair's vacuumed those this morning. They're just about all gone now. They are absolute, if Mrs. D's listening, absolutely sensational. I'm on my third. He does like a banana. Does, Poor old uh, Wiz. There was four in here and I had three and Wiz got one. He, does, he doesn't mind a banana anyway, Sink, because I've told him in the country box there are rules, though. No eye contact at all once eating a banana, if you wouldn't mind. Oh, it's even worse when it's consists of banana and walnuts, isn't it? You're not going there either. So it's time for us to preview the 
Allen Bank football competition mm. for this Big weekend. Round. And it is a whopper this week. I Big know our round. boys are heading out, I think, to Long Worry today. Yes, uh, and Lang Lang. Are we calling it round... Oh, I've got the wrong one in front Ellen of me. Bank is round 10 this week. Round then. 10 action in the Ellen Bank competition. And uh, there's a couple of good ones. Long Worry playing host to Lang Lang. So the Crows are the Tigers today. And that is in the 91.9 SEN track match of the day. You'll be able to tune in on 91.9 and pick that one up from 2 o'clock this afternoon with Dylan Beaumont and Rob Goodwin. Yeah, so, uh, if big game. Fan of the Bank comp, that's going to be a beauty there. What else have we got? Ellen Bank are home to Yarrigan. Yeah, uh, Long Worry, just on the Long Worry one, ninth and eighth, Lang Lang. So that's a big game in the middle way of the year. They're both on 12 points. There's only 7% separating them. So that's a massive, that's an eight point game, that one. Yeah. And Allen Bank, who was sitting second, take on Yarrigan. Been a little bit disappointing of late. They're sitting sixth. I think Allen Bank will get the chocolates there. Been yeah, I agree. really good, haven't they? Yarrigan have improved. They have. But, I, but I, I've got a sneaky, they, they could be the smoky for the flag this year, the the Eagles. 55-point loss last week to Nearham South, but that's no, uh, no. That's no knock on them. Uh, Nearham South, speaking of, they're sitting fourth. They take on Nilma Darnham, yet to open their account, sitting 11th. So that should be a... That's out at Nearham's ground, too, so win easily. So I'll be looking for an improvement here in Nilma. We did this corresponding game last year, yes. if you recall, at Nilma. Oh, sorry, at uh, Nearham against Nilma. And I think the margin was 230. No, it was 237 oh, points. Oh, was it that much? Yeah. Was it? I've forgotten about that. But it won't be that now. They have improved. They have improved. What, we're going to find out this afternoon? Oh, yeah, it won't be that. I'll walk up uh, the middle of Warrigal, carrying uh, Neil Madarnam's president uh, in a uh, wheelbarrow. There you go. Hey, the next game, Wiz, mm. the most improved side in this competition. Do you reckon? And, people, and I know you're looking at the ladder, and mm. you're saying, well, hold on, they played finals last year, and they're now sitting fifth. They lost a lot of players, a new coach that was just going to develop kids, They've won a few on the trot now, and they'll get this one done today. They sit fifth, and they take on the 10th place, Katani, who were good last week in their pretty big win over Nyora in the end. We didn't think that would happen, but uh, they got that done. And it'd be remiss of us, too. We, I, I sort of go back a step. That Yarrigan Nearham South game last week was abandoned due to play being injured just before half time correct so and uh, Newham South was 65 points in front just in the shadows of half time and uh, that gave them no credit whatsoever the rules of the competition so you've got to get past half time to get a result Poo's coach Rodney Gundrell in his first year coach of the year for mine in that competition I think he's doing a brilliant job with a bunch of kids why are you sucking up to Rodney I look I just think that what they've done it's it's they weren't expecting I don't think they were expecting... They've won five. They're five and three. And I reckon yep. at the end of the season, if they had a won five, they would have been happy. We're halfway through and they're five. Yeah, I know. Look, I, I take that on board. I was pretty impressed with the way they went about it last year. They have got one of the best, maybe the best ruckman in the league. And midfielder. And absolutely the best midfielder in uh, Jack Hazendonk there as well. So uh, he's got something to build with. A, a, a pretty good key defender in Andrew Logan. Yeah, they probably they, just need a key forward and a well, few more mid. Yeah, and they mids. lost the big key forward in harm. So... yeah. It really hurt them, so I think they've done a mighty yeah, job. The next, enough. the next game uh, is well, this should be okay too, shouldn't it? I mean, Nyora were, in fact, I'm being facetious. Bull and Bullen will flog Nyora. It's out at Nyora. Yep. They're sitting seventh. Bull and Bullen on top, just doing what they want on 206 percent. Well, they're undefeated. The, they're the form side of the competition at the at the moment. The Liebirds and Bob McCallum and his men just uh, knocking them down and taking names at the present minute. And I think Nyora, as good as they might have, and they've improved as well. 
Yeah, they're in a bit of trouble. One certainty this week in the Allen Bank competition, absolute certainty, will be Trafalgar. The Because they've got the bye. Hey, um, Nyora, there is a whisper Travis Stewart won't play today. Oh, OK. Well, he's a key man for If for they the don't Saints. have him playing, that's, uh, yeah. that's going to hurt. But uh, that competition, so that... Just quickly on that game last week, uh, Nearham South and Yarragon. It was a Yarragon player that went down. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to pose the question to you, Wiz. No, uh, sorry, Nearham South were in front by about 10 goals just before half points. time. Yep. And it took half an hour, so the game was abandoned. Uh, he come to when the ambulance got there and he was okay. Mm. Right now, in by the letter of the law, the rules are because it was prior to half time. It's a draw. Yep. Do you like that or not? No. I'd see, I do. See, common sense prevails, right? We'll talk about this, though, won't we, later? Because in... surely, I mean, anybody that thinks that they were going to come back from 65 points down against the reigning Premier... Uh, funnier things have happened with... Nah. Just go and watch Collingwood through the 70s and 80s in grand finals. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, you make a fair point there. I can't argue with that. Talking about that competition, of course, not far away... Only a few weeks to go when Nathan Buckley makes his debut in the Alabang competition. He'll be lining up for Nilma Darnham up against Katani. Mm, looking forward to that one. It's a Sunday, so we'll be there. We'll call the West Gippy game on the Saturday and we'll drop out there just up the road from here. Just to say good day, but the boys will be calling that one. Yes. It'll be fun to watch Buckley running around in an Essendon jumper, to be honest. I think that yeah, will be good, won't it? Funny enough there. Now, just on a bit of a sad note today, I expect you'll see uh, the uh, Philip Iron players in black armbands today with the passing of Gordon Pira. I'm oh, not sure if you've seen I, that one. I, I haven't and I do know. Now that is, that's just uh, got me because uh, that's the uh, father of Jason and Lucas Pierre yeah. who have had yeah. a, a long, long uh, time at this footy club and Jason uh, also and there's uh, a premiership player uh, in Joel Pierre, who's up in Cairns playing now, that uh, is the son of yeah. So Jason, uh, thoughts go out to Jason, Nathan, and Lucas, the whole family on the passing. Great of family, Gordon, lovely people. Uh, so a uh, sad loss today for the Phillip Island Footy Club. Thirteen hundred and fifty games in the Latrobe Valley Umpires Association to Don White. Congratulations to Don and in the South Gippsland Umpires Association, Kane Pepperell today four hundred games. Uh, which is pretty impressive. And the Latrobe Valley umpires, Brett Hale, 400 as well. Again, lots of milestones for umpies, aren't we? Oh, we are, aren't we? I was just going to say that. There's a hell of a lot in the umpires today. Is our mate, Babyface Brian Lansdowne. Well, good to see Babyface back. And Hodes, he's stalking us. We're going to talk to the cops he's... about him, I think. This will be the what fourth the week in a row. Bloke? What about the other bloke? What's his name? James Brown. Wow! <laughs> Please don't do that in my <laughs> headphones. Uh, it's almost time for us to take a break here on Saturdays at Gibson. But when we come back, we're going to go straight to an interview that we um, had to pre-record because uh, Liam Durkin, who's the sports editor from the Latrobe Valley Express, is busy at the moment playing football for the Maui Reserve Grade side. But I want to talk to him about the bit of a kerfuffle with the Latrobe Valley Soccer League. He mightn't be playing for much longer after this interview goes to him. Coming up right after this break, you with Saturdays in Gippsland. Welcome back to Saturdays in Gippsland and our producer, Sammy Watson, joins us for this segment. Sammy, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Wiz. Good afternoon, Sinkers. Looking forward to this chat. All right. Now, I noticed in the Latrobe Valley Express in the last couple of weeks, there's been a little bit of a controversial story going on around the Latrobe Valley Soccer League and a reporter in the Express, Zoe Askew. And uh, 
it's escalated to a point where there's a comment uh, uh, printed the following week by the editor, Liam Durkin. So Liam joins us on the line now. Liam, welcome to Saturdays in Gippsland. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. Nice to speak to you, mate. Um, if you want to fill us in uh, how this all started, because Zoe is a reporter and photographer and quite a talented uh, young journalist with the Express, uh, and she expressed some feelings in an article on the league. She did. Uh, who would have thought uh, something had happened a month ago would still be dragging on? But anyway, so uh, it's a uh, large, uh, large story short. Um, so Zoe uh, was reporting on a match um, between Moe and Sale about a month ago, and she... Um, in her story, made reference to um, the officiating that was taking place. Um, there was nothing uh, d- nothing demonstrative about it. There was no names mentioned. She just said that uh, Sale players were frustrated by what was happening um, in their game against Norway, which they ended up getting flogged 9-0. Um, so nothing happened for two weeks after that um, until Zoe got in touch with me and said uh, she'd been suspended for five weeks uh, she'd been given a $600 fine and her team had been docked three premiership points. So Zoe is a player with Sale United, but um, at the time she was reporting on the senior men's game in her role as a journalist. So Okay, so that's uh, the important in, part, isn't it? So she's a player uh, in this competition and a journalist. So dual role, but speaking in her capacity as a journo there, but she wasn't even talking about a game that she played in. She was talking about no, a game correct. to win the Sale men's footy team, uh, soccer team. That's correct. Mm, okay. And so they contacted her, held a tribunal hearing and issued a suspension and a fine. 600 bucks is pretty pretty lofty, isn't it? It is. Uh, I'm, I'm led to believe that the club um, paid that fine um, because they fully support Zoe, as a lot of people have, uh, myself included. Uh, fortunately for the team, they were able to get their points back, but uh, Zoe's suspension did stand, which was, um, which was unfortunate uh, for her. Now, Liam, uh, I understand that Zoe is now not working as a journalist with the paper. Is this correct? Uh, she's still employed with us. Uh, we uh, This certainly wouldn't uh, be a sackable offence uh, as long as I'm in charge. Um, but uh, she's just uh, told me that she will be steering clear from writing uh, about soccer uh, for the rest of the season and uh, into the future, which is totally understandable. Um, it's been quite an ordeal for her. She's a first-year journalist who's putting her heart and soul into the job and uh, to have something like this happen to her has um, sort of uh, shaken her up a fair bit and um, not demoralised her, but um, certainly been a a, um, a bit of an episode that uh, could have been avoided, um, all things considered. Now, Lee, you're a good leader, looks after his team. Uh, that's you. So you've responded by writing a uh, comment piece in the following edition of the Trade Valley Express, which I read and was really surprised to read, I've got to say. Uh, and that sort of sparked a response from the league. It did. So uh, I thought um, a comment piece, first and foremost, um, anyone's able to write them um, in, on, an, on a range of issues. So it's not, uh, it wasn't something uh, new or I wasn't using my uh, editorial powers to, uh, to have my say. Mm. Um, I, did run, um, I did run the story by Zoe before um, putting it to print and just making sure she was happy with it, um, which she was. Um, so I was just publicly um, supporting one of my employees for, um, for doing her job um, and doing a very good job at that. Um, I just wanted to, to make that clear. Um, but, uh, yes, we live in a democracy, of course, not to get too political, but uh, yeah, people are entitled to have their views and, and have those views uh, published. So um, I would welcome a response from Latrobe Valley Soccer and um, that uh, if they were to respond, um, or would, would be happy to, uh, to publish um, something that, uh, that they would want put forward. Um, 
But uh, I think uh, continue, continuing the story might be that uh, they have responded, or uh, well, they did respond uh, on their Facebook page um, later when um, that story did uh, get into the paper. I've got to say that that response is the thing that really got my goat up. And I, I understand everyone's uh, able to respond, but their response to me, Liam, was more or less telling you how to do your job, which I thought was absolutely ridiculous. And the other thing was they threw out the old cliche, if there's no officials, there's no game. That's a real easy uh, thing to say as far as I'm concerned. Is that the first time you've ever had uh, someone from a sporting organisation actually tell you how to do your job as an editor? Uh, it is, yes. Um, I've only been the editor for a year. Um, you often get um, slight comments from people over the phone and whatnot, but um, you can take that with a grain of salt. But um, <laughs> yeah, I've got, um, yeah, I don't know, I don't hold any grudge with um, Retro Valley Soccer. I've spoken to them uh, since all this has happened um, to clear the air, and uh, basically, um, I've had my say, they've had their say. So I think um, we're um, we're best to to move on, and I think we're ready to move on. Um, but um, yeah, so I was. Um, now, I'm not on any social media. I um, I can't stand it, to be honest. But, um, yeah, I did think it was a bit surprising that um, they decided to go down that path. But um, that's their call. Um, but um, as I think a few people have uh, rightly pointed out in my view, that um, they say if there's no officials, there's no game. Well, um, if there's no players, then there's definitely no game. So Spot we're on. handing out... Good comeback. Spot on. Exactly. Liam, <laughs> uh, yeah. when, when, when Zoe wrote the article, did... She or, or yourself think there might be a risk of facing any consequences, or was it just a total blindside when she got the news? Yeah, total blindside. I think Zoe was uh, very shocked when she uh, got the suspension and uh, going through the appeal process. I think um, she was quite confident that she would win that appeal. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm not quite sure of uh, the. I mean, the Australian well, Soccer, to their credit, have um, they have published the tribunal hearing on their website, but I haven't. Um, had a chance to go through it in a great lot of detail, but um, the punishment stands as it is. Um, so uh, Independent Appeals Board has um, ruled in favour of the original um, verdict. Um, but uh, I must say I'm amazed, coming from a football background where you hear about um, physical violence taking place on the field and there's nowhere near five-game suspensions um, handed out. So, Or even... Um, or even uh, peep, um, Zoe wasn't even... Um, able to take an early guilty plea if she if she felt that way to just get one week. So um, yeah, there's uh, there's been a fair bit happening behind the scenes. Um, but uh, yes, I think I and a lot of people were confident uh, Zoe would win her appeal, but uh, it wasn't to be. And as a paper, has it has it made you reevaluate the way that you tell uh, journalists to cover local sports? Are, are you taking a bit more cautious approach from now on? I don't think anything will change from our end. I think. Uh, the feedback we've been getting has been positive in regards to our sports coverage. I know it's uh, very dominated by um, Aussie rules football and uh, our netball, but you have to understand that we cover three football leagues in the Latrobe Valley Express and uh, three football slash netball club uh, net leagues as well um, compared to one soccer league. So um, mathematically, there's going to be more footy in the paper compared to soccer. Um, but in terms of our practice, um, a lot of our players... Well, actually, all of our journalists also play sport. Um, so I've got four journalists who cover sport, including myself, who play uh, football, netball and soccer during winter and uh, cricket and uh, other sports during summer. So um, I think we're in a pretty good position to be able to report on what takes place. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think uh, I don't think anything is going to change, uh, change from our end. Um, I wouldn't have thought at all. 
And the Lions having a very good year this year too, Liam. So uh, stick with that one. I, uh, I think you're a very forgiving man. We all agree in here that uh, what's taken place there is pretty poor. And in fact, uh, telling you how to do your job, I think, was the thing that triggered us. So, uh, yeah, uh, mighty fine of you to uh, uh, accept it, move on. I reckon they've got one job to do, and that's run the competition, and we'll do our jobs uh, and see how that one turns out. Anyway, Liam, listen, we're running out of time, mate. Really appreciate you giving up yours to speak to us today. And uh, we just want to pass on from us to, and our listeners to Zoe, uh, stick with it. Uh, we think you did a pretty good job, and um, we'd like to see you uh, continue with it. Sure, I'm sure Zoe would appreciate that very much. So there you go. Liam Durkin there, the sports editor of the Latrobe Valley Express, Brad. Now, can I add to that? I've actually got what she wrote in front of me. This is what caused all the storm. You ready? So this is in the middle of... uh, So uh, sending some of the rooms with nothing more than a yellow card. It wasn't just the wintry weather and the 5 mil score warranting that icy sail united as they retired the rooms at halftime. Malfeasant, now you can tell I'm not the words with, from a linesman who recent who was recently barred from refereeing, refereeing any Trope Valley senior games and was uninhibited in his slandering of the travelling team's players while vocally coaching the home side from his post as a linesman added to the frustrations. Now, you can uh, run by and sneakily just whack someone in a game of footy and get three or four <laughs> weeks, right? Yeah. But would you get a six hundred dollar fine and a five week suspension for writing that? Uh, Do you think? No. Uh, no. Um, the short answer: No. That's just uh, money grab. What? 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 Go and donate that six hundred dollars to the MND today. Yeah, I think that's what they need to do. The um, the midgets that run that soccer competition. Anyway, we're time to move on. Thanks to Liam the for what? his uh, <laughs> thanks for his participation. It's very nice of him to give us his time. Mm. It's time now on Saturdays in Gippsland for Come On Man. And I'm sure we have Come a thing for that. Come on, man. Come on, man. Come on, man. All right, oh, so we've got come man. on, man's here through to the break. So what do you, you want to go first, Brad? Have you got yours? Oh, yeah, I've got one here, Wiz. Now, All right. uh, Collingwood fans on yep. social media now. Liam Durkin was just talking about social media. He hates it. Well, I'm beginning to go down that path. These Collingwood fans that set up all these AFL memes on this AFL meme page yeah. on Facebook, I haven't heard from them in years. I certainly didn't hear from him on September 30 or October 1 in 2018 when West Coast beat him in a grand final. And now all they're putting up is calling West Coast bottom feeders and apps. This is why you black and white rats are hated. I hate you with a passion. Come on, man. Okay, so there's your first come on, man. He's still asleep back there. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like that. No, there was a, probably as pushing as fast man. as he <laughs> can. Come on, man. Right, come on, the old seven-second delay, Wiz. Oh, no, so here's one. Uh, yeah, thanks, mate. Thank you. Anyway, so firstly, talk about the Live Golf merger with the PGA Tour, okay? Yep. Uh, and, uh, of course, they were talking about what a bunch of uh, bad humans they were for not... Uh, for going with the money and all that sort of stuff, and then uh, even aligning it with 9-11. So then they come up with the merger, and the same man that has accused these people of such things, Jay Monaghan, who was the chief of the PGA Tour, has said, at least now we can control where the money goes. <laughs> come on, man. Come on, man. Come hey. on, man. What, what about Come on, man. Yeah, come on, on, man. Yeah. 
How devastating is that for people like um, Rory um, McElroy? Yeah, well, and, he stuck his neck out, didn't he? And 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 uh, the best one of all is uh, Tiger Woods around that eight hundred million dollar mark. Well, they for offered sign t- on. They offered Tiger the best part of a billion dollars. Sign on, Australia, just to sign up, and he said no. But um, Rory, it just shows you these guys have never had a real job, right? They've been great golfers. Rory's a wonderful player. He's won majors. Yeah. Interestingly, it's ten years since his last major, but um, he. It just shows you how socially ill-adjusted they are. Apparently, there's a players meeting the other day, and one of the pros is coming up saying, "We're not happy with you, Jay. You've gone behind our back. What's all? What's going on with all the money and all this sort of stuff?" And Rory pipes in and says, "Just play better, mate." Yeah. That... Like when you were at school, when you were about nine, at school as a kid, the way you would get back at someone was telling them that you were better. So there's some sort of hierarchy about who the better players were. So yeah. Rory, in real life, that doesn't work, champ. I'm sorry. Yeah. They would have to be ropeable. They would have to be... I'm rats. Oh, so am I, but yeah. they would have to be seething, getting offered this sign-on, they say, up your jumper, no way, and 12 months down the track, they're playing with them anyway. Hey, now, Wiz. All right, another well, one. I've got come one on, whilst we're on golf. Right, okay. I've got another come on, man, whilst yep. we're on golf. Mm-hmm. Certain player last week might have done the cruet on the golf course out at your lawn north, <laughs> and I'm talking <laughs> kick the bag through the one wood and the, the river, and he's on suspension and couldn't so, play this morning prior so, to Saturday's in so Gippsland. That would be come a... on, man. So you come don't get a come on, man. So, come no, on, man. Way, that's come a self-imposed, on, self-imposed uh, suspension, that one. It would be. And I simply couldn't have driven <laughs> I from didn't name names. your lawn. I didn't oh, I'm, name I'm, names. I'm happy to own it. I'm, I couldn't have driven from your lawn to get here in time to do the wireless. I had to miss this week anyway, but you're right. The well, I'm not surprised. appalling. And I'm not surprised. I've seen your behaviour here when things don't go right <laughs> in the know. ad breaks. Anyway, uh, we'll keep going. I've got one more. Have you got any other? Come on, man. No. I've got one. All right, we're going to throw this one in. We've done the interview and all sort of stuff, but I have to say this now. I've just got to say it. Oh. Right. Look out. To the Latrobe Valley Soccer League. Okay. A $600 fine to a journalist for doing her job. Come on, man. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, that's not good. No, that's not good at all. Come no. on, man. Anyway, I'll do it like uh, Barack Obama, just for the stinger. Come on, man. Yeah, well, luckily for you, there's another come on, man. Brad thinking he sounds like Barack Obama because that's how I look nothing, like him. Nothing. <laughs> I look nothing like him. It's like time for us to take a break here on Saturdays in Gippsland. Still to come, of course, our segment Hot or Not, and our preview of all today's action in the West Gippsland. Uh, West Gippsland football and netball competition. That's the one. <laughs> That's the one, Wiz. We've only been calling it uh, for 10 weeks. Yeah, you'd think I'd know by now, wouldn't you? <laughs> and thanks to Denali Motors. The Alex Motors. Scott and staff. Ah. West Gippsland football and netball competition. And thanks to Denali Motors. This is Saturdays at Gippsland. We're back with more right after this break. Hot or not. For Donalda Motors, home of Mitsubishi's tractors and farm machinery. It's time for this week's edition of Hot or Not. And joining us today is Sammy Watson. Sammy, it's time to get, you get us started on Hot or Not, please. Morning, boys. Uh, thanks for having me. Uh, yeah, real, real pleasure to be here again. Starting off with the West Gippie League, the announcement of Harmit Singh's departure at the end of the 2023 season will have a massive impact on the Dusty's ability to perform this year. I think that's hot, Sammy, and I think it's uh, mightn't be manufactured by the players that they'll do that, but subconsciously, I think that can happen. That's hot. 
And I'll tell you, you can already see it in their performances. That's hot. Um, All righty, next one. Coraline's Nathan Gardner will kick 100 goals this season. Only has to average five goals from today against Phillip Island. There's 10 games, including today. He's on 49. Only has to average five. He'll get a couple of sides where he might kick his 10. I say hot, he will. I say hot. That's hot. Injuries. But it's Uh, a lot of goals. It is, but injuries... uh, might play a part. Hopefully, they don't. Hopefully, uh, hopefully, I don't have to play on him when Ooh, we play. We'll be calling when we that. Play Took the, the words out of my mouth, Sam, and I'm looking forward to that yes. matchup. Yes, the uh, Gardner Watson Lee Rowe, do it. <laughs> oh yeah, maybe I reckon I might have to shift that on to somebody else that week, <laughs> or pull a little hamstring <laughs> yeah, awareness. Put him on Ryan Gillis. Yeah. I'd like to see him on Ryan Gillis. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we're very similar looking kind of blokes, man, Ryan Gillis. Uh, <laughs> Lang Lang and Long Worry, they play today. Dylan and Rob will be commentating that for the Latrobe Valley SEN track station. Uh, only one of them can make finals in 2023. Not. Not. Neither will. Not. Neither will. Yep, I'm with you. Neither will. Too far behind. A couple think, of games back. I think if one of them, obviously one of them's going to win today, I think that they definitely can if uh, results fall their way. And I'm thinking that might be Long Worry. Yeah. Poo Wong i got Katani, they'll win. You know, things like that. I'll, once you start relying on other sides, I'll say not. They won't make it. Poo Wong will make it. Don't worry about that. Look at the magpies. Sticking with the Allenbank League, it's it's fair that Nearham South will walk away with a draw after their game was called off against Yarragon last week. That's not, a good question. Not, that. It's not. not. I, know, I know the ruling is before halftime it's a draw. If you're in front after halftime, you win. Uh, they're stiff, but they're the rules. They were sixty something points in front. Oh, we have uh, that doesn't matter what they were in front. What, what the do you rule think was is happen? there's black or white. You can't have these grey areas. It's black or white. See, Before half time in front, draw that's in ex- front at half time. That's after exactly half-time the point. Win. You can have grey areas. No. sixty points in front. What do you think was gonna no. happen? Well, They'll get a bag of lollies and go on. I'll tell you what I can think can happen. A player can go down injured and take a half an hour and the game gets called off. Well, guess that's what? what can happen. That's what happened. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think I'm. I can see both sides, but I think uh, I'm with sinkers because you've got to. You do have to have rules. Yeah. And where and where do you draw the line? Like, do you That's say, right. oh, okay, if, if the side's sixty points up, then it's not going to be a draw, or if they're forty points up, then it's not going to be a draw. That's right. I think the scoreboard's irrelevant. What the scoreboard says, you've got to make that irrelevant and make the ruling black or white. Too many grey areas in this game. Alrighty, last one. After their huge win against Trelgan last week, Wonthaggy are just as good a chance to win the Gippsland League Premiership as Langatha and Maui. Hot. Agree. I totally agree. Yep. And that's what I like about this competition. There's three, to me, right now there's three sides that could win that, and I like that. I want to say hot, but I think it's just warm. Oh, they did cop a bit of a touch-up a couple of weeks ago, but that big win... Over uh, Terrelgan. Oh, oh, they announced themselves one thaggy. Yeah. Um, yeah, remember they also only lost to Langatha by less than a goal yeah. early in the year. So I'm hot with that. I'm, I'm, yeah, hot. I'm hot as well. I'm so. not saying I'm not convinced, but I think the top two, are they stand alone. Yeah, They're reckon, right behind them. I reckon the top three stand alone. Alrighty, well that was hot or not. Thanks to Donalda Motors. Your official Mitsubishi and tractor dealer in Gippsland is Donalda Motors. Denaldent Motors, Mafra and Bansdale. Thanks for having me on, boys. 
Thanks, and thanks to Katy Perry for giving us a personal little bit of a jingle. And go well, Lasavo, <laughs> Sammy. Yeah, thanks. I'll, uh, uh, I reckon we're in for a big game against the Gooners. That was hot or not there, Sammy Watson, of course, makes his way off to play for Killy Bass this afternoon in the West Gippsland competition there. Um, caught up with Sammy earlier in the week, so we're able to pop that one on tape. He's got a big job today. He'll probably play on Yorny. Good forward for Nana Goon. Massive matchup there. We called Dermot Yorny a few weeks ago. Mm. He's fast and he's got a big leap on him. Oh, and uh, Sure pair of hands. I'm not sure Sammy was that keen on matching up on him, to be honest. No, but, he wasn't. Uh, it's time now on Saturdays in Gippsland for our preview for the West Gippsland Round 9 action wow. this afternoon. Tell you what, Wiz, what a round of footy we've got in the Alex Scott and staff West Gippsland football netball competition today. Of the six games, four games uh, played by sides that sit right alongside each other on the ladder and we're at the midway mark of the season. And it has, there's a lot of repercussions what happens, who wins and who loses today. First game up for discussion. Dalston sitting fifth, take on Turidan Dalmore that is sitting second. Now after uh, Dalston's big loss to Phillip Island last week by 70 points, they need to bounce back. But boy, the Seagulls are in some sort of form. They've only lost one game and that was to the Island this year. Well, we saw that one too and they played particularly well that day and the Islanders beat them at uh, Turidan by about 40-odd points. So uh, you have that. they haven't been in white-hot form all the season. But the good things, good teams win ugly. I think they've probably done that a few times this season. Mm. But uh, today they really got to get the job done against Dallas. A big crowd in there too. I drove past there on the way here today and uh, plenty of expectations for a good result for the Pies. Turidan for mine, yeah, Turidan Dumble. I'm, I'm, I'm the same. I'm with the Seagulls there. Uh, this next one could get ugly uh, today. Inverloch Conwax sitting on top. Haven't lost a game and they're playing Bunyip sitting on the bottom that haven't won a game with a percentage of only just 27. This could get ugly. Well, it could be, but interesting, we're talking about in the Elibank competition the same thing. The reigning Premier Nearham South are playing Neil Madanum this afternoon and a repeat of that 237 point thrashing. Oh, this is different. This time last year will be different. Oof. So I've got a question for you. I'm not accusing Inverloch of being arrogant, on the contrary, right? This is good management. You're a former coach in this competition. Is this the week where you give a few boys a rest? Definitely. Yeah, yeah. And that's not arrogance. That's good management. I agree. Yeah. But some would say. Oh, some will say. But yeah. Yeah, oh, you can't control it. Uh, I'll coach the side that we won a grand final, went through undefeated. We get to round 18. And I rest a few boys. It was against these guys, Coraline. Yeah. Right. So I rest them. Yep. We're undefeated. Yeah. And a bloke at that footy club put a stack of money on us going through undefeated. We get beat in round 18. Hey, he puts money on local footy. Darwin bookmakers. There, were, there was a while where you could, couldn't you? Darwin, you still yeah. can. Yeah, okay, I could. You just got to know your ring, mate. Don't, right. I'll give you don't the number. see that on my uh, sports bet. Huh? I'll give you the number. <laughs> and we got beaten at round 18. We come out and played the same side two weeks later in the second semi. Give him a touch-up, then we give him a touch-up in the grand final. So we both agree Inblock's going to win that. Easily. Yep. Okay. Yes. Right. But uh, I've said this time and time again. I like what Bunyip are doing. Yeah, 100% agree. We spoke to Noel Morrison last week and, and we've spoken to Ozzy Jones earlier. And, and they're building they're it doing, the right way. Yeah, the kids, it's a complete rebuild. Yep. Yeah. And they get it right off the field. What will happen on the field yep. will take care of itself in the end. So uh, th this side off. played in back-to-back -back grand finals back in uh, 2015, 2016. Yeah, they're a very strong club. Yeah, they'll so, come back. Hey, uh, this uh, next game.
Currumburra Bina sitting 11th, taking on Kui Rupp sitting 10th out at Currumburra Showgrounds. What do you think? Mm. Well, we were going to be doing this as the match of the day until about uh, 4.30 last Saturday afternoon when we saw that uh, Philip Island and Coral Lynn were going to go head-to-head -head and we've called them both a few times this season. We're just, we were licking our lips at the chance of calling uh, today's game. But this would have been a good one too, Currumburra and Kui Rupp, and I've got a feeling the Demons might get up uh, as visitors there today in a close one. Yeah, I'm going to go Kui Rupp, but boy, are they inconsistent and they can hurt you. And from all accounts, last week, I know Currumburra Beaner in the end got beat by 127 points from Kilcunder Bass. <laughs> yeah. But they said early they looked okay and Fermanis, they're still playing for Paul Fermanis and that counts for a lot. Yep. That could be an upset, but I'm with you. I'm going to go Kui Rupp. Well, we've got stuff to learn there and Paul's a good teacher, so uh, that's uh, good on the Giants for having a crack. What about the next one? Nana Goon sitting sixth, take on Kilcunder Bass who is sitting seventh and uh, Nana Goon sitting inside the sixth, just two points clear of Kilcunder Bass. So it's a must-win game for both sides. It's another eight-point game, isn't it? I like Nana Goon. I think they're playing well enough. Kilcunder Bass have got into some form, but who against is questionable, where Nana Goon have been okay. Now, they're really stiff not to beat Kyle in a few weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I've got some concerns about... Uh, well, they were stiff to beat Kyle in a couple of weeks ago, but they came from behind. They've, they've surrendered a couple of last quarters, the Goon. Uh, if I, my memory serves me correctly, he's going to be like I've got that. They were in front, no, yeah. most of the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. They did drop by, drop away, but they're playing well. They're playing well against the good sides. Killy Bass are beating the lower sides. I don't, I don't like that. Form. See, you took the words out of my mouth. I think the big test here is for the Panthers. They need to get a scalp. They need someone exactly. above them on the ladder. Spot on. And today could be that one. Warrigal Industrial sitting eighth. Take on Garfield sitting ninth. That's at Western Park. Warrigal. After what we've seen of the Dusties last week, really, really disappointing in their 42-point loss to Coralind. Well, I'm going for an upset in this one. You are, are you? Yep. I nearly thought about it. I'm going to give the Dusties one last chance, but I know you're going to bring something up and go for it. Oh, well, we noticed that there uh, in Bali, there's a, uh, a Super Rules competition going on, and the Warrigal Industrials have sent their own side mm. uh, for that one. And there's two boys that are in the selected side as of uh, Thursday evening or Friday morning when the teams come out on Play HQ. They are, in fact, at that same moment, were playing football in Bali in the Super Rules competition. So they won't be there. But I'm, I'm worried about what's going on in a footy club when they've surrendered big leads a few times. They've drawn game here. Uh, there's a few others. We saw them last week. They look like a team bereft of confidence. And... Uh, I also, we, we saw uh, Garfield a couple of weeks ago. I, I think they're coming. Garfield, yeah. they've got a lot of pluck. They're well coached. Uh, there's some good signs there. And I think without the, some of those senior guys who are in Bali playing footy, I can't imagine Harmit would be happy with that. And uh, I'm going for the upset. We're in agreement if, well, you're saying they will lose. We're in agreement if Warrigal Industrials lose today, their season's gone. Oh, it's gone now. Yeah. Oh, as far as I'm concerned, The two it's gone. players you say that in question that played in Bali were Shane Brewster and Luke Walker. What's the captain? I watched the game. Luke Walker had a world record 100 possessions. Yeah. He's on a short field and there's less players. Yeah, I never, they're, they're all drunks over there, let's be honest. Super Rules competitions just so they can have a kick. Yeah, but. they actually absolutely dominated. But I'm with you. I, I don't know if that's a. Your coach has just resigned. Well, actually, you're a coach, right? You've, yep. you've coached in this competition as well. The coach has just pulled the pin. But where does this work on any planet where your skipper just takes off 
goes did, to Bali yeah. to play Super Rules. I'm not making excuses for them. But and I'm not the, knocking the Brewster club, either. The club did know for a long while that this was on the cards. That's not an excuse. No. But I, as a, personally, if I'm a coach, if I'm coaching, you're in or you're out, I'm Bruce. disappointed yeah. if that's happening. 7-5, um, 47 final score in the reserves here, Coralin. And the Phillip Island side have got up by three points in a thriller, 7-8-50. The last game. Mm-hmm. For discussion, Wiz. So did we get you I'm to going, there? You're going, I'm going, going Dusty. You're going for Dusty. Okay. Well, I'm going. I'm actually going for Garfield today. The Stars are going to win that one. Okay. The last game is between Phillip Island and Coraline, which is the big SEN uh, Gippsland match of the day that we'll be calling, and this promises to be a beauty. Phillip Island take on Coraline. The last two times, they, they, these sides have these two sides have not played each other in just on a year. July 9, 2022, where Phillip Island got up here by 59 points and previous to that was round um, uh, one that year, last year, back on April 3rd, where Phillip Island also won that by five points. This is going to be a beauty. It's battle of the midfields, really good midfields. Eli Richards is in super form, as is Hayden Bruce, but so is Nathan Gillis and Corey Machaya in the middle. Billy Thomas is the key to this, the Ruckman for Coraline. He's going to come up against two good ruckmen in Daniel Burke. I expect him to start in the ruck. Cam Pedersen, I reckon, will start forward. Uh, but we will get some time in the ruck. So Billy Thomas is the catalyst here. He's got to stand up for the uh, uh, Cobras to win. I'm actually going to go Phillip Island. But you know what? We called a draw here. About five, six, seven, eight weeks ago, and I'll tell you what, we could be calling another you can one today. The words out of my mouth, Brad Sinclair. I'm saying the same. I can't separate them. I'll say Philip Island, they're hard to beat at home, so they'll get up just in an absolute nail biter this afternoon. That's our West Gippsland preview. Round nine action this afternoon. That's all, just about all we've got time for for Saturdays at Gippsland. Uh, that's on 91.3 SEN Track Southwest Gippsland and 91.9 SEN Track Latrobe Valley. You can also listen live on the SEN app. And at sen.tom.com.au. Don't forget you can catch up with every interview or the full show wherever you get your podcast. Thanks to Donalda Motors. Uh, this is Brad and Ian. We're about to sign off here from Saturdays in Gippsland. But coming up from 2 o'clock this afternoon is the SEN Track 91.3 Southwest Gippsland Match of the Day. Uh, and as we said to you uh, during the course of this show, it's uh, Phillip Island today hosting Coraline. It's third versus fourth. Have I got that right on the ladder, Brad? Yes. Third versus fourth in the West Gippsland competition. Umpires out on the ground here as Coraline just making their way through the gate out onto the ground here as well. It's basically a 2 start. Can't see that happening. I think they haven't read the email again. But that's all we've got time for for Saturdays in Gippsland. Don't go anywhere. The big match of the day on SEN track coming up right after this.